Welcome to Thought for the Week, a series of individual reflections broadcast over five weekdays here on Manx Radio. Fairy story or food for thought? Nancy Clegg takes another look at the Billy Goat's Gruff. This fairy tale was one of my children's favourite stories. There are three Billy Goat's Gruff, big, middle and little in size and the grass looks greener on the other side of the valley. As they try to cross the bridge, the ugly troll jumps up and challenges them. The little billy goat Gruff is the first to cross, saying he's too small to be of value. Next, the middle one crosses, and lastly, big billy goat Gruff. The troll jumps out at him, but big billy goat Gruff butts the troll and sends the troll into the stream. Whenever our family walked in the woods, Where there was a wooden bridge over a stream, we could stamp hard, pretending to be one of the goats. It was a game and noisy, but there are times when the children were still hesitant about crossing the bridge in case there really was a troll hiding, about to jump out. Fairy tales help children to overcome their fears, maybe voice them or ask questions. I wonder what fears might be holding us back today. I wonder what we do when we are fearful. Stamping our feet when we are cross isn't such a good idea as we grow up. Sharing our fears with a trusted friend, or even better, sharing our fears with Jesus by talking to him, quietly in our hearts, praying, and then crossing that bridge, confident that we can safely cross the other side. Fairy story or food for thought? Nancy Clegg takes another look at Cinderella. Cinderella, we're told, is hard-working, kind and loving. She has a good father, but a stepmother who favours her own daughters in preference to Cinderella. Jealousy within a family can lead to unkind actions. Cinderella has two sisters that are very unkind. They're called the ugly sisters, and of course, in pantomimes, they usually are. But maybe it is really their nature that is ugly. They torment Cinderella, with their mother even encouraging this awful behaviour. With some fairy magic, Cinderella goes to the ball, has a fantastic evening, but forgets the time and quickly returns home as her dress turns back to rags. But the story ends with Cinderella winning the prince. I wonder if he would have fallen for Cinderella if he had met her when she was wearing rags. Does appearance play a big part in how we relate to other people? Jesus tells us not to judge. There's lots of good advice in the Bible regarding relationships and love and respect is always high on the list. Like Cinderella, we can't change how people treat us or their attitude to us, but we have a choice how we respond, turning the other cheek. Okay, not always easy. I wonder what happened to the sisters. Did they live happily ever after? And did any of the adults feel guilty about the way they had treated Cinderella? Fairy story or food for thought? Nancy Clegg takes another look at Little Red Riding Hood. This fairy tale has a very frightening end. The fairy tale tells of a well-loved girl whose mum or gran had made her a red cloak with a hood. Red Riding Hood was asked to carry some cakes to her sick grandmother, who lives in the wood on her own. 
and Red Riding Hood is told to stay on the path, not to leave the path and go into the woods. Well, as she walks along, she sees some lovely flowers and thinks her gran would appreciate a posy. So she starts to pick some flowers and then some more. And then she's left the path, forgetting the warning about staying on the path. Now the wicked wolf is waiting, tricks her into telling him where she is going and waits at the cottage. The wicked wolf eats grandma and then Red Riding Hood. But she's rescued by the woodcutter, her father. So all does end well. We need to teach children never to talk to strangers and give lots of advice about following the paths we suggest. There are many times in the Bible when we're told which is the best path. We know the best way, but we make excuses. Like Red Riding Hood, the choice of picking flowers, well-intentioned, making a lovely posy, thinking how pleased her gran would be, leaving the right path just slightly won't really matter, will it? The Bible's got lots to say about the better way to live, but we have free will to choose the path we take. When we wander from the path and meet evil, is there a woodcutter to rescue us? Fairy story or food for thought? Nancy Clegg takes another look at the gingerbread man. Run, run, as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. The little old woman baked the gingerbread man, but as she opened the oven door, he jumped out and ran away from his maker. The old woman, the old man, the cow, the horse, the dog and the cat all gave chase, but they couldn't catch him. Then the wily fox tricked him, not only caught him, but then he ate him. The gingerbread man was only thinking about himself, proud how fast he could run, proud how clever he was avoiding those chasing him. Children love these fairy tales with lots of repetition, the chase, the fear, but then one can shut the book. When you reopen, all is well and the story starts again. The gingerbread man ran away from his maker and wouldn't even stop to take time to listen and came to a very sad ending. Are there hidden messages within this story? Does one have any responsibility to our maker? Our God, who made the heaven and the earth, has given us guidelines, the best way to live. One from the prophet Micah says, Act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. Jesus told us to treat each other as we would like to be treated. We're also asked to be good stewards of the earth. I believe we have a responsibility to look after our environment. We should use the resources of the world responsibly, recycling, making sure we're not greedy for material things. The ginger man's pride in his running ability led to the downfall. Where might our pride be leading? story or food for thought? Nancy Clegg takes another look at Sleeping Beauty. The king and queen had waited a long time for a baby. They held a christening party, inviting the seven fairies to come to the party. Unfortunately, they missed an old fairy off the list, not aware she was still alive. The old fairy is so cross, she's been forgotten. She casts a spell that if the child pricks her finger on the spindle of a spinning wheel, she will die. 
A kind fairy can't undo the spell but can turn the death wish into sleeping 100 years. Forgetting to invite the old fairy surely didn't deserve a death wish on their child. Sleeping Beauty's parents were desperate to protect their daughter from the evil spell. Spinning wheels were banned from the kingdom, but alas, one day this adventurous daughter finds a spinning wheel and, touching it, falls asleep for a hundred years. All the family also sleep until the prince arrives, so this story has a happy ending. We all try to protect our children, but bad things can still happen. Children need to be warned of the dangers, but also given some freedom. Otherwise, they'll never learn the difference between what is dangerous and what is safe and what risks they can take. But I wonder how it felt to sleep for a hundred years. Right from the start of the Bible, we're told God rested on the seventh day. And Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, also starts with, the Lord made me lay down in green pastures. Do you ever feel guilty taking a rest? Relaxing when there may be jobs to do? Perhaps if we were better rested, we wouldn't make so many mistakes. Forgetting that old fairy lurking in the background. The Nation Station makes right